This program deals with themes of an adult nature and is intended for a mature audience. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. Our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside of this world. We must guard against the military-industrial conflict. UFOs, paranormal phenomena, and deep analysis of current world events. From somewhere in the desert, between Area 51 and Roswell, blasting across the planet, the Manticore Network proudly presents Fairy Tales. Because the truth will set you free. Headline edition, July 8, 1947. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. I'm as bad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! The power they took from the people will return to the people. The Matrix is everywhere. It is all around us. It is the world that has been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth. Shall I tell you what I find beautiful about you? You are in charge of the best when things are worse. Sooner or later, though, you always have to wake up. Be skeptical, but don't close your mind. Greetings to everyone around the world, and a warm welcome to this year's final edition of Veritas at VeritasRadio.com. I'm your host, Mel Fabregas. And I sincerely thank you for joining me once again. And if this is your first time, even if it's the last show of the year, please make yourself at home. I want to thank you, Veritas member, for making Veritas possible. Please subscribe at VeritasRadio.com to listen to both segments of tonight's interview and all of our material. And what a special treat I have for you tonight. In this year's last episode. Tonight's special guest is not an armchair truth seeker. He's someone who has an immense love for this planet and its people, especially those who don't have a voice. A truth and people champion. Tonight's special guest is Max Egan from thecrowhouse.com. Close in the year, in La Cache. What is in La Cache? For those of you who may not know, you see, every week I tried to encapsulate every program with a title. It was becoming more and more difficult with Max's interview because Max discusses so many topics. But I remember the first email I received from Max a year or two ago. He closed it with the words, In La Cache, which I had never heard before. Just like I closed my communication with the words, In Veritas, or In Truth. In La Cache is a Mayan greeting of wisdom. I understand in to mean I am another you, and it also means I am you, and you are me. I have come to understand that this Mayan greeting is an honoring for each other, 
and a statement of unity. Ilakesh mirrors the same sentiment of other beautiful greetings such as Namaste for East India and Widakocha for the Inca. The Maya greeting in Lakesh goes beyond these unity statements. What I few understand is that in Lakesh is more than an honorable Maya greeting. It is a moral code. It is a way to live, not only with human beings, but with all forms of life in our cosmos. And when I think of Max Egan, I think of someone who lives his life in Lakesh. Max Egan will be with us shortly. And season four of our USB drive is now available, or any other season, in our futuristic metal-cased USB drive by more than one and seven shipping. And don't forget to start the year with MMS Handy. You never know when you'll need it. And to get in touch with us for member support, media inquiries, you want to be a guest or are a whistleblower, there's a link for you by clicking on the contact button of our website at veritasradio.com. And now, let's go to Max Egan. This is Cliff High, and you're listening to The Veritas Show. Max Egan is a radio talk show host, researcher, artist, musician, philosopher, free thinker, champion for the truth, and a true Renaissance man. Max is the man behind the website, thecrowhouse.com, which is filled with great information for those seeking the truth. And he's also a very good friend of the show. And directly from Australia, I'm honored to have our friend Max Egan back on Veritas. Hello, Max. How are you? I'm fantastic, Mel. Thank you for having me on the show again, brother. It's a pleasure to be here. It's always my pleasure. And as you know, we're closing the year with this show we're recording it on December the 20th, the day before the so-called doomsday scenario, which I don't think anything's going to happen. And I'm so confident that our show will air at the end of the year that I decided to bring you back on the show. How have you been? I've been really, really well. Um, it's uh, It's been a fantastic year for me, actually. I've done some remarkable things in the last year, and uh, it's, it's great. And yeah, I don't think that the world is going to end tomorrow. I really don't. I think that uh, it's... it's uh, it's a very, very significant time, and I think we're going to see a lot of changes over the next 8 to 12 months, but I don't think we're going to see – it's not going to be like someone flicking a switch. I think there's going to be a lot of people in shell shock on December 22nd when they wake up and find they haven't entered the fifth dimension or something, you know? Exactly. That's what I say, that it's not going to be just an applause and, and that's it. I think if the change is going to happen, and I think it will, it will be gradual. But a lot of things, as you said, have happened – for you this year. And the first thing I want to ask you is, do you miss your anonymity? Look, you know, I, I do, actually. I, I didn't really ever want to have my face out there, and it, it kind of feels different. Uh, it's uncomfortable having my face out there. I just, I really liked the way it was. But it, it just, it happened because it wanted to happen when I went and did the uh, the Hemp Congress mm-hmm. in Slovenia. There were so many cameras there, and... Uh, it had never been about me. I'd kept my face out of the scene because I wanted people to know that it wasn't about me. It was about the message. And then once there were all these cameras there and they were filming the event at the Hemp Congress, I thought, well, I could run around and ask all of these people not to post any video of me. But if I was to do that, then it would have changed and it would have become about me and not about the message. 
And I thought, well, it, it obviously wants to happen, so I'm just going to have to let it happen. But, yeah, it's it's a shame. But, hey, that, that's the way it goes. Uh, it, it's it's okay. I can, I can deal with it. But, um, yeah, I, I did prefer to be anonymous. I have to say, at the same time, I see you more out there now than you were before. Because before we could only listen to your voice, but now we see you in so many places. As you say, you were in the, in the Hemp Congress. We'll talk about that. And then all of a sudden... I see you in Gaza with uh, with uh, O'Keefe, and uh, why don't you give us a chronology of what has happened with Max Egan this year? Well, I, I left here to go to Peru to do ceremony in uh, in the end of July, and uh, I mean before that, I was just basically here doing the shows. I was, I was doing what I could here against coal seam gas and the, the the problems that we face in this country. But then I got that invitation to go to Peru. So I went and did that, and uh, doing the ceremonies in Peru really set me up for the trip that I, I, I made after that because it, it gave me a really different perspective on, on how I looked at things as I was traveling. Tell, tell us and about went, Peru. Tell us about that experience. You were invited to a ceremony, I believe. Yeah, I was invited to uh, go to a, a health retreat, an ayahuasca retreat for 10 days in, uh, in early August in, in Peru last year. And uh, that, that was remarkable. I had uh, some pretty remarkable ceremonies there, and I made a real connection to the Earth Mother in one of the ceremonies. And what I saw was was what our connection could be to the planet, what our connection to Earth really is, and, and what we are actually capable of if our highest senses are online, how we could even have the type of instincts that animals have if we weren't so locked down and locked out of our highest senses, because that's what higher senses are. That's what instincts are. Their highest senses. It's it's uh, you know animals can communicate with reality in ways that we can't, which is why they they know to leave an area before there's a disaster. And this is this is what we're capable of as well. And this is what I found out during ceremony. So I began to question what happened and why we we got in such a lockdown state. And so when I was traveling around the planet, I was I was really noticing the, the, the way people were about their specific countries. I noticed a real patriotism with everybody, especially across Europe. Europe is a, a very, very divided place because it's, I mean, ultimately it's not really that big an area. I mean, I come from Australia. You can fit all of Europe inside Australia and still have room left over. So to me, it's not a really big area. And I, I found it remarkable that, that every couple of hours traveling across Europe, you, you're in a different culture completely different um, ethnic idiosyncrasies to the culture you just left behind a couple of hours down the road. And, and this is a very, very divided state, and each each country is very, very proud of their little section of, of Europe and very much wish to promote their country. Hey, look, we're from Croatia. Hey, look, we're from Slovenia. We're from Italy, you know. And they're, they're very, very much about their, their little section, and their, their little section is basically – um, what keeps them divided from everybody else? Even when I was in Ireland, the, the, in Ireland they were very, very proud of their culture, and they even showed me a book called the Book of Kel, which defines the Celtic culture. And I began to see that people are defined by the written word in every country that they're in. I mean, I'd sort of known this anyway, but it became starkly obvious when I saw it in Europe. You know, you're seeing all of these countries that were kept divided by their belief of what their culture is because it was written in this book to say that this is what you are, this is what makes you Croatian, this is what makes you Italian, this is what makes you Irish. It's this culture. And so I saw how we were so defined by the written word and so divided because we were, we were locked into these cultures that have been created for us. And I really began to see how the matrix works. And I started um, being taken to all these ancient sites around the planet as well. 
And I went there in exactly the right order for me to really um, see things the way I needed to. It was a very, very synchronistic journey. And I came back with a lot of stuff to process, and I've still been processing a lot of it since I got back. But um, we, we went to uh, a place called Newgrange in Ireland, mm-hmm. and there's a remarkable site there which I believe was used to, to alter consciousness. I really do. And I think there's a connection between the Newgrange site and Stonehenge in England, and there's also a connection between that and the pyramids in Egypt. I think they're all linked up almost like an ancient computer, an energetic computer system that was used to, to alter consciousness. I mean, now I just began to look at all the astronomical significance of all these places as well, like in Stonehenge, it's these incredible astronomical lineups and things, and I began to wonder how we ever got that knowledge, and even if we had the knowledge, why would we need it? Why would we use it? Why would we need it to survive in harmony on this earth, which is what we really should be doing? You know, I began to see that we, we, do, we wouldn't need anything to do with civilization. We wouldn't need all of these astronomical instruments if we were living our proper role. So I just began to wonder where they came from and what their true purpose is. And I began to feel that there isn't any really good purpose to a lot of these ancient devices. I think that they've all been there to, they've all been put there to interfere with our consciousness. And that's some, just something that I got from the trip. And it, it was all based on really the ceremonies that started it all off in Peru because that gave me that, that different way of looking at things. I sometimes wonder what caused the connection that uh, human beings had with, with the planet. And I say this because of what you went through in, in Peru and looking back at the Indian tsunami in, in, in the Indian Ocean in, in 2004, where uh, the only group of people that survived in a certain area was this tribe. And only one person from the tribe died because it was a disabled person that couldn't ask for help. But the whole tribe went to the out up to the mountain and they all survived. What makes that tribe different than all of us here in the in the concrete world? Concrete jungle. Well, it, well it's because we've been westernized. It's because we've been enslaved to the written word. We've been locked into our left brain and so we're not perceiving the world energetically with our right brain. Our corpus callosum is shut down through all of the, the, the stuff that they, they do to us. I mean, there's so many things done to us, Mel. I was noticing when I was uh, videoing things around the place that every single light flickers, everything, even the street lights, the traffic lights, even the tail lights on, on cars, headlights and tail lights on cars, everything flickers, all the lights flicker. And this flicker rate is what shuts, it shuts down your corpus callosum, stops your left and right brain talking to one another. You'll find that um, when you have more, um, right brain open and you have more DMT active in your body from your pineal gland being more open because you're not consuming fluoride and, and food toxins and all of the stuff that they feed us, you'll find that you can read the world energetically. You can communicate with reality on an energetic level. And this is what I believe instincts are. And that's what many of these tribal cultures still have. That's why they're able to leave an area before a disaster comes because they can read the field, they can read it energetically, and they know that something is about to change. And all species can do this. All animals leave the area, all tribal people leave the area, and the only people who don't are those who have been westernized and, and really locked into this, this concept of the written word. So the written word is how we define ourselves. Even with things that we are supposed to know, we don't really know anymore. We, we, we know what we're taught to know. We know what, what's written there for us to know. You know what freedom is because it says here this is what freedom is. But really freedom is something that you know in your heart. You're supposed to know this, but we have these knowings taken away from us. They become defined by the written word. So therefore, 
our perception of what is possible and what isn't possible in reality is defined by the written word. So it's somebody else's idea. We don't know it anymore. We don't read it anymore because it tells us in this book that we can't. We have to go by these rules. And that's what's been done to us. You know, we've had this whole um, paper-based reality almost. That's what I call it, a paper-based reality because it's all just written down. It's all just ideas written down. We're told that this is what's possible and don't think outside the box because if you do, you'll be judged. And that's what happens to us. But you find that any culture that's been westernized doesn't have these these capabilities anymore. And there's a huge sign in that as well. I mean, when you when you look at um, how this corporate system was put in place, which goes way back to Pope Boniface in 1302, you look at how, I mean, we've had a control system for years before that, but the current corporate system, the, the economically based corporate model, which has basically uh, impinged itself upon the whole world, inflicted itself upon the whole world, um, this system was created by Pope Boniface in 1302. And one of the things that this system did was it, it, it spent an extraordinary amount of effort in wiping out shamanistic traditions, going and wiping out tribal cultures, uh, wiping out any knowledge of astrology or astronomy and the knowledge of the plants, native medicines, any of this stuff was all called paganism. Pantheism was all against the will of God, against the will of the church. And they spent an extraordinary amount of effort to wipe this culture off the face of the planet. And there's a reason for that. And there's also a really big clue because they spent so much effort on wiping this out. And the reason they did is because it is the one thing that can really, really bring this system down. So even if we, even if we, um, uh, have a civil war, even if we have a revolution, anything we do, if we pull down the rules that we've got now, and we put new ones in place, we've still got this system. We've still got a system which is completely dysfunctional, which doesn't serve the best interests of humankind at all. And many people would argue that. They'll say it does. How can you not have a system? Because they cannot imagine a world that is not economically based. It has to be like this. It has to be structured the way it is now because that's all they know. They think that's what reality has to be. And, and what I've found in Peru is that the, the, the only real way we're ever going to free ourselves from this system is to re-establish our connection with nature, re-establish our connection with the earth. And I believe that can be done through these plants, can be done through ceremonies such as ayahuasca. And I'm not saying everyone should do this all the time, but it shows you what that link is and it shows you what you are capable of. And I believe that we have to um, put the whole system, um, we have to step above it, put it all back into trust. I've, I've talked about this on so many occasions that people are probably sick to death of me talking about it, but it's got to come back to trust. We really realize that that's what our relationship with government is. We've got to rein the government in, realize it's a trust agreement. These are just public trustees. We have the power to be able to pull them back into control and then steer the system back in the direction that we want it. And once we've done that, the first thing we need to do with the system is to, is to cancel all debt, get rid of all, all, the, uh, all the debt in the world because it's all fiction, and get all the toxins out of our environment, get all the toxins out of the food and water. And over a period of 30 or 40 years, you'll find that uh, people will start being reconnected again just because we've cleaned up our environment, we've cleaned up the system, we've got this, this debt slavery, this system of fear-based mind control. Uh, you know, we've, we've got rid of that, got that out of our psyche because that fear vibration that everyone is constantly in is also a, a huge, huge factor in keeping us locked down. So that, that's the way I, I believe it has to be approached. And that's what I got from the ceremony. I just got, you know, the, the real connection that we're supposed to have and why it is so, so ludicrous to even think of 
pulling down one set of leaders, having mass arrests and then, then putting new people in place. It, it's absurd to think that we can find any escape from this reality. Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it because you don't want to believe. You want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.